We're live. Welcome to another installment of the Final Scoop Podcast. My name is Robert Chinetsky, the Supplement Engineer. Joining me as always is my international band of brothers and troublemakers in Lucas Rakowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology, and Mr. Nice Guy himself, Robert Samborski, Apollo Nutrition. Uh, we're down a man today. Shane decided that his daughter's birthday was more important than jumping on a podcast with us, so... Uh, you know, whatever. Well, we might absolve him or of having to spend the afternoon in the corner of shame. We'll see. Anyway, uh, thank you all for joining us as always. Happy birthday to little Ava. I hope you have a great, wonderful birthday, even though Shane's probably not going to listen to this either way. Um, thank you all for joining us. Post up any comments, questions, queries, quips, smart ass remarks you might have for us. We'll get to anything and everything over the course of the next hour and a half, two hours that we are with you on the fourth day of December, 2021 episode number 75, gentlemen. We are inching ever closer week by week to episode 100. And when we do that, Apollon is just going to go do a fire sale and give away everything for free. At least that's what I heard. That's true. <laughs> so how's life going, guys? It's been a week. I haven't seen your beautiful faces since then. So how's everything? It's funny, how, it's funny how time flies, right? 75 episodes already done. I don't know, man. Who would have thought this uh, <coughs> show would have lasted that long? Yeah. I think we're just getting started, so I, I, I think we're gonna be we're gonna be here for a long, long time. I certainly hope so. No, people like us, Jojo. People, people like Lucas. Hope so. Brooke, hey Brooke. Uh, here we go. Cristobal, hey Cristobal. I see the comments. We're already starting. Yeah, I was, I, was get, I, was getting all, I was getting all the, the niceties first before uh, opening the first can of worms for the day. Uh, Mitch, so fitness informant replied to Lucas, but then delete his comment. But he said Apollon hasn't done enough to be in the running for brand of the year due to impact, distribution, and recollection. And also is widely unknown in the supplement industry. How do you feel about this comment, Robbie? I'll let Lucas answer first as he was the one who was interacting. Let's with get some, Apollon. let's get like... Put everything in perspective for people like me that don't engage on Facebook or Instagram that may not know what's going on. So give, give some background to everything that's going on so we can try and present this as, a, as, a, as well-rounded as possibly. Well, I'll, I'll say this before Lucas takes over and then I'll just sum it up and I'll, I'll, I'll you know, I'll, I was actually prepared to bring this subject up because I, I kind of obligate it now. Uh, the bottom line is, is that uh, Fitness Informant nominated upon for some awards. Uh, right off the bat, I want to say that it was, uh, I typically don't say anything to my, to my team because I do consider them to be my team. Uh, I don't act like a boss and everybody knows who is the real boss. Um, however, in this particular case, I immediately said that, uh, we are not accepting any nominations. We're turning them down. Uh, we won't be, uh, we won't be accepting nominations or bullshit awards from anyone who is not reliable who is not uh, who doesn't have integrity and who doesn't award uh you know actual awards based on accomplishments and uh, honesty so uh, i said it a long time ago upon will win brand of the year regardless of who's giving the brand of the year or not because we're going to do something that hasn't been done yet and we're going to do what no other brand has done and i think we accomplished that and you know results speaks for themselves uh, speak for themselves um after those uh, nominations, obviously there was a lot of uh, tagging us. We never reposted anything. We didn't accept it. We didn't acknowledge it whatsoever. I think Jose was the only one who actually thanked Ryan 
on one of the posts, but I, I, I asked Jose not to do it anymore because I feel very, very strongly about it and integrity and, uh, you know, and um, honesty are very, very important to me and transparency, of course. So to me, it's an award that I feel personally, no offense, I, I'm not being angry right now or anything like that. I'm just speaking my mind. Mm -hmm. To me, an award from somebody who I don't consider as relevant when it comes to awards um, it's a slap in the face. I don't want to be in that mix. I don't want people for even split second to think that maybe I paid to be nominated. I don't want to be even mentioned, you know, in those categories. Mm -hmm. To me, it's, uh, it's an embarrassment and I feel very, very strongly about it. However, I didn't say nothing else. I didn't uh, comment. I didn't reply. Ryan actually sent me a message to which I also did not reply. Uh, however, Lucas is a different story. Lucas uh, is, uh, is extremely straightforward and very, very honest. He didn't talk to me about it. We never planned anything. We never discussed it. And we would never, we would never you know, do it. Um, Lucas decided that he wants to question it. Um, <clears throat> I woke up in the morning and I got uh, a screenshot from Lucas, uh, which was obviously from a conversation that was later taken down. And Lucas addressed um, you know, his thoughts with Ryan. Um, so Lucas, you take it over and you, you, you say how it turned out. You know what? Sometimes I wish I could speak in Polish because this would be easier for me, you know, to describe everything. Yeah. But I will do my best to uh, describe it in English. So uh, yeah, Ryan uh, posted uh, a screenshot of his nominees for the, it was a brand of the year. Mm -hmm. If I recall, okay. so uh, I I commented on it and I was a bit, you know, uh, I didn't know what to say at at some point because he posted like five different brands and I asked him if if there will be any crossovers, you know, as far as the nominees to like other titles, you know, such as like I don't know the uh, the brand of there's a brand of the year, there's a few work of the year, so if there we will be any crossovers. So he responded and he uh, he was really polite and he he said that there will be no crossovers, which I was confused. So I responded back to him and I was like, but that, 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 that doesn't make any sense. And in his uh, first post, he also said that there will be an option for people to, you know, place their voting to the you know all the all the nominees so i was like okay so when can when can people vote or anything like that and he he only mentioned that you know some people you know can can make their posts and then there will be taken into consideration you know uh for him but at the end he will be making the, the decision so that makes completely no sense to me you know so it clearly shows, you know, that, you know, the brands that basically are paying for the content will have the most advantage, you know, and the other brands won't be taken into consideration. But that's a different point of view. So I was like, you know, uh, talking with Ryan back and forth. And at some point he, uh, he called me out or, as I said, I, I think he got mad at me for, uh, you know, telling the truth, 
you know, about some things about his site, and I also uh, commented that he's just basically just like Pricelow, and they're worth each other, you know, basically because they're doing exactly the same thing. They are like, uh, you know, parasites for the for our industry. They're basically, you know, taking money for the content and basically concentrating on the brands that they are paying them. But, you know, as far as like brands, they don't pay them. They're basically neglected them. So we can see we can see that with like many other brands, you know, for example, like Nutrex with the price flow and so on and so on. I'm not going to go with go with with the details in this aspect but yeah so at the end of the day ryan decided to delete all the conversation i took some screen screenshots when we were talking but you know he he basically you know decided to uh take all out and you know said and basically cut down the entire conversation so there will be no proof and some people saw uh, my, you know, uh, conversation between him and, and me. I, I didn't want to go private with him or discuss anything like that. But to me, he just liked to act like a coward. And I can say it straight away that he's not fair. And most of all, he's not fair to his fans or followers to his site. Because... If he's like offering uh, transparency and he's saying that you know, <coughs> there should be an open voting for all people, every person should have a right to, to, to have their own opinion. But, you know, if you are like acting like a rat and you're basically, you know, trying to backstab everyone and say you know that and like act like there was no no conversation and delete all the comments that he don't like that's not good and it shouldn't be like that the industry should be positive and our industry should should take you know we should we are super small you know industry so we should support each other but this kind of behavior is unprofessional in my opinion and you know i don't know what he's trying to do now or you know what what's the point of this entire like nominees but to me it's just like a pure bullshit and you know i uh, i thought ryan was different but i guess i was wrong so uh i will just leave it like that because uh I remember like a year ago, I was like talking with Robic about, you know, a fitness informant and potential cooperation with, with him, with Ryan and Apollon. But now I would just like bite my, bite my tongue. And uh, I think that Robic did a good decision by holding back. And, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't like suggest any brand to do any business with Ryan. And I also think, you know, that with all due respect to him and, you know, his sight, but he basically should focus on the fit butters right now. And he should stay away from, like, doing those kind of ratings because this is just like a pure bullshit and a marketing tool. And I just want to say one more thing. If you are copying something to your site 
at first try to read it and re-edit it. Thank you. I think I'm, I'm done, done here I'm because done here nobody needs one. <laughs> Whoa, really? that was, uh, that was, uh, that, that was, well, uh, I'm impressed. The Lu Lucas, now, now I don't even think that I've, I've been on your level because you fucking raised the bar. But uh, hold on before we do anything else, yeah. The fucker is watching us but not participating. Fuck so, you. Somebody in the Smith household down in New Zealand is obviously tuning into the podcast. Well, at least we have, a, we, we have one more fan, and he's a good looking one, apparently. So it's good, apparently. So I don't, I don't know where he is. Apparently, some, some like four year old birthday party is more important, or three year old, three year old. He was turning, yeah, yeah, Shane, happy birthday to Ava and just enjoy the party. Happy birthday. And feel bad that you're not on the podcast with your friends. Shame feel on bad. you. Shame on you. Uh, um, everything that Lucas said, 100% true. 100% true. Uh, Ryan and I had our differences years ago. And uh, you know what? Um, he picked, a, back then, he picked a fight with the wrong guy because I'm not the type of person to lose, and especially not to somebody like him. And, uh, you know, but out of respect for Lucas, Lucas is right. Lucas was the one who actually kind of uh, suggested that we talk and we talked and we had a great uh, conversation. Everything went well. Um, but one thing that Ryan, I think, misunderstood or at least didn't listen when I said, I said numerous times, not only to Ryan, I, I said it to a couple of people, under no circumstances, do not disrespect me, do not disrespect my brand, do not disrespect, disrespect my team uh, or my friends. I will definitely not be quiet. Uh, Ryan decided to throw me kind of like a bone and nominate me, nominate a pawn, which again, I would never accept the nomination from Fitness Informant. That's the bottom line. Um, however, I didn't say nothing. I wasn't disrespectful. I didn't attack. I didn't make comments. I didn't, I just kept quiet until of course the screenshot that, uh, that I saw sent by Lucas. And I appreciate that because, uh, I believe that friends are supposed to tell each other these things. Otherwise I wouldn't know. Although I found out later from David and a couple of other guys, people were sending me day thoughts and they were disgusted by Ryan's behavior, uh, what he did. Um, so first of all, Ryan said that, uh, you know, that, uh, the, he selects the winners based on, uh, based on uh, their performance and their releases and the impact on the industry and their distribution and stuff like that. Now, my question is, how the fuck does he know all that stuff? How is it even possible? How does he know how much the company, each company makes? What's the, what difference they made from one year to another one? Who supplies them with that information? Uh, I mean, to know that information, you need to know. Like, for example, uh, breakout of the year, right? Apollon's breakout of the year is not 2021. It's actually 2020. That's when, uh, for example, Stacked announced us as a top 10 brand of the year. That's actually when we did make it where to, a, to a level where people were actually talking about us and people got to know us. It's very, very hard for me to imagine who doesn't know Apollon at this point. Uh, 2021, I, I would say we just delivered a, a knockout year. So I think uh, 2020 is a breakout year, but not 2021. Uh, nevertheless, on top of it, uh, um, oh, there's so much. Um, on top of it, so he made a statement that Apollon is this bubble company that uh, outside the uh, social media is not really known. Um, says who? How, what, how can you make that statement? 
how could you make that statement and what, what are you basing it on? And if we are such a small company and such an irrelevant company, then explain to me something. Why would you, a couple of months ago, reach out to me on a phone and ask me to hire Sean Clarida for $10,000 a month? Stating how disrespectful Nutribio has been to Sean Clarida and do not want to pay him what he's worth. Of all the companies that you know, you're such a big shot. you calling me and pushing Sean Clarita on a pawn. Really? Such a small company, bubble company, social media company, you stating that Nutribio disrespected Mr. Olympia. And why wouldn't I hire him? I talked to somebody within the industry immediately after that, and he knows that conversation, in fact, did take place. So you're contradicting yourself all over again. Why would you do that? You're saying that the fans are voting. How can the fans vote? I know that when uh, Protein Wars by Stacked is going on, there is always an attachment where to vote. Where can the fans vote? And more importantly, how the fans can know about uh, the reach that the company has. Does he know, for example, that Apollon is the first company, the first US-based company that officially broke into Russia and got officially Russian certificates, a license to sell legally supplements in Russia? That's considering, you know, the fact that uh, there is COVID right now, considering there are sanctions against Russia from United States, we still made it, we still got the license. The only US company in over 10 years Probably, can I say something? Yeah. I just want to add one thing because he mentioned in his comment that Apollo Nutrition has like no demand and basically no distribution as far as like his overall reach in internationally. Which my response was you should educate yourself because in UK there is a partner, Unique Health Supplements, we all know, Herbert who is like uh, a well-known uh, person and people, you know, respect him in UK and he's like a distributor for Apollo for a few years now, I believe. And this past like months, we uh, obtained uh, a new distributor, uh, Body Shark Pro, which has a worldwide shipping, which allows you to uh, reach to more customers, not only in the entire EU, but also in the entire world. And I also want to like uh, make a quick, quick information. In like two weeks, the stock is almost sold out. Yeah, we, we have we have very hard time keeping up the stock. It's very, very, very challenging. We more than quadruple what we've done in 2020. Uh, we signed Branch Warren again during the pandemic, one arguably of the best um, hardcore athletes that, that is available. So I don't need to brag about it. Does the results speak for themselves? But if you're trying to lie, if you're trying to delete comments, and if you're trying to be disrespectful, then expect that I'm going to fight back because I'm going to protect my company and my brand. What Ryan did, he crossed the line. Uh, once Daniel Pierce shut him up because Ryan posts sometimes things without thinking and that's his biggest problem and then he deletes comments and he's notorious for that. Only a coward would do that. So I'm not going to go and dwell and go back and forth, back and forth and back and forth. I'm just going to say this. 
uh, remove us from all nominations. We are not interested. We're not accepting any nominations from Fitness Informant uh, whatsoever. Uh, number two, do not mention Apollo Nutrition. And I mean it. It's a, it's a serious, serious suggestion because I'm going to definitely defend my brand and I will win. I, I, don't, I don't lose in these situations. So if you're going to do it, I'm going to keep attacking you. I'm going to keep attacking you and there's a lot of people on my side. Do your fit butters, like, like Lucas said. Do your paid awards. By all means, I have no... After this, I have no interest of talking about fitness informant whatsoever. If he decides to play games, if he decides to be brave, I will counterattack and I will show information that he really doesn't want me to show. And if it's going to go a step further, then I'm going to meet him at the Arnold Classic face-to-face. -face. Fake wrestling is not going to help. It's just, I mean it. Walk away. Keep quiet. Do not post about me. Do not talk about me. I'm cool with that. No problem whatsoever. But when you make false statements and uh, you make, uh, you, and, and you're talking about things you have no idea about to protect your ass, why you would not give brand of the year to a company that actually deserves it. And even people that pay you know that. That's fine. You don't have to. It's your business and you're entitled to run your business how you want. No problem whatsoever. I don't go after you. I have no interest going after you. Do not post about me. Do not nominate me. Live your life pretending as a pawn is a bubble company that doesn't exist. And I'm 100% okay with it. We've done great so far without you and we're going to continue doing great without you. You do your thing. We're going to do our thing. Our relationship is absolutely over. We're definitely not going to do any business together, any content. I'm not interested. You stay in your bubble. I'm going to stay in my bubble. That's the best suggestion I can, I can make. There is no need to continue. If you want to, there are going to be consequences because I'm not the one to let this go. That's it. Uh, Brooke, I know this is obvious, but that is a strong belief in morals. Ignore biased publicity in favor of integrity. Pollen, I know Robbie appreciates the support, Brooke. Thank you, Brooke. Um, one thing I would say, and this, I mean, this, I know Ryan's background is in consumer packaged goods. So he came up through one of the big cereal companies. It was either Post or Kellogg, and forgive me, I don't remember which. So when he's identifying market trends, maybe he's coming at it from a different way than the sports nutritionist, and that's how he's like viewing how it's affecting the I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of that maybe when he's referencing the way a brand is impacting it, maybe it's his background in like the food industry that's kind of affecting how he's seeing how a brand's growth or what what will go into how a brand is affecting something industry wide. Maybe that's what it is. That's that's the only thing I could the only insight I have into it just from a different kind of point of view on something. General Mills. Thank you, Mitch. That's what it was. I knew it was. Uh, yeah. Zandandito. Someone said before, if you delete your comments, you know you effed up and it shows you've lost. There's there's a couple of things with that. It's, uh, I mean, this is, I, I, I know I harp on this more than I actually should. This is why I just don't go on social media. I just, uh, I'm, I'm going to say, stuff up or dealing stuff, retracting things. I've got a YouTube channel. That's enough nonsense for me to deal with. So. I think that you can delete. There, there is a time where I actually said that I will delete comments. I did actually say it myself. But I only will delete comments if they are rude, disrespectful, offensive, or, you know, or something that 
I don't want, for example, you know, my daughter to see a family of loved ones or something yeah. like that when it crosses the line and it's something personal. But when somebody expresses their opinion on whatnot, I mean, this is what it's all about, you know, about having uh, a conversation. Um, I, I don't think you delete messages from people. You just, you, you, you don't, you don't delete comments. I think it's very, very disrespectful just because they don't agree with you. You know, yesterday, um, we posted something about this, uh, uh, about girl Gabby, who was making a protein pancake. Um, um, I think she's maybe related to Jojo. And uh, it's, she's a beautiful girl. I mean, probably, I, I'm not sure how old she is, but she's definitely young. And she was making a protein pancake. It was a great video. Everybody liked it. And some lady, at first I thought she was attacking us, and I was the one who was responding. Mm -hmm. She said, like, aren't your products uh, not to be consumed by, uh, you know, anyone under the age of 18? I thought it was maybe a little bit kind of like an attack. Mm -hmm. uh, but so at first I was a little bit defensive, like, what the fuck, you know, like, well, why? Mm -hmm. uh, and but th then she said, like, you know, that's what your product said, not under the age of 18. And then I figured out that there is a misunderstanding. Uh, for example, on Assassin and Shogun and those like heavy stem products, we have a warning, no nobody under the age of 18, uh, 12, you know. So, but protein and, you know, and aminos and stuff like that, that's not an issue whatsoever. Um, but then I realized there is also a disclaimer. Yeah. But disclaimer is a completely different thing. So I explained to her the disclaimer is one thing and warning is something completely different. And she goes, oh, it's how great, you know, that the girl is making the right choices at such young age, you know, rather than eating crap and stuff. So, again, it's something that I could have been acting like a dick and delete the comment or something like that and be bitter about it because I honestly thought it was kind of an attack or something like that. And I didn't like it considering, you know, it's a beautiful girl. She is, uh, she's making a panic and all of a, sudden, all of a sudden somebody's questioning her age and stuff like that. But it was nothing like that. So, you know, it took a conversation and a dialogue, but, you know, we came to total understanding. But even if she was criticizing, okay, so, you know, I'll try to explain to her that, you know, there is nothing wrong with a 12-year-old eating a protein pancake or making one, but not deleting. Deleting is a sign of weakness. You know, just because somebody doesn't agree with you, it, they, and especially if it's done in a respectful manner. Yeah, if somebody says, well, fuck you, you piece of shit, and uh, yeah, that's disrespectful. Comments like that, rude comments, should be deleted without a doubt. They should not be polluting your social media and your page. But when something is done in a respectful manner, I mean, it's all about dialogue because, I mean, then we're filtering everything. Over here, we have an open forum, and people are asking us all kinds of questions, and sometimes maybe they questions that we are a little bit uncomfortable with, but we still answer them. You know, because that's what it's about a dialogue. Um, sometimes even among ourselves, we don't always agree, but that's fine too. It's part of the process. It's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. And we, you, there's, there's a civil way to, to disagree about it. I mean, you don't resort to name calling or just cursing somebody out and overbearing on yell, just yelling at them. There's, there's a civil way to disagree or an intelligent way to go about it. You know, just to be clear, I didn't want to cause any problems or issues for him or anyone else. Yeah. When I saw the, when I saw the post, my main intention was just to like ask a, ask a simple question, just like a human, just like a, you know, every human would do. If I if I saw a post and there is like an option to comment, and I'm interested and I'm interested in it, 
I just simply ask a question, and that's basically it. And right. he started to be, and he started to be super offensive. And after a few, uh, few uh, of our messages, he said, "If you don't like it, you you can make your own side." So this just shows what kind of behavior it is. It's like a you know childish thing. And he's like, you know, take your toys and go to you know other toy place, you know, just to like play around. Which, you know, doesn't make any sense to me because if he treats his fans with like proper respect, then there will be a, a completely different conversation. He would just say, okay, man, that's your opinion. You can, you can stay as it is. And it's basically done. And we are done with the conversation. But no, nah, yeah. that, 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 wasn't, that wasn't the case here. Yeah. So, yeah. But this is how it goes. You know, I think it's the his wrestling mentality i guess he wants to be just like a like a rock because he this that's his main idol so i will just leave it like this man fair enough heroic vision do i see another video with robbie so soon you know we I'll just did one it was released yesterday uh, oh man by the way that was a great video thank you alan yeah i, I watched it today it was a good one jojo when it comes to pre-workout meals, food, does the food actually go to the muscles being worked out primarily, or is that just a saying? Uh, anybody want to jump in first on this topic? You mean the pre-workout meal directly before your workout? Yeah, like there, you'll hear some of the bodybuilders say, oh, I'm getting ready to train legs. I got to eat, so my leg muscles have carbs in them and stuff like that. It's the, the, the human body's not really that simple. Like that's the food's going to go where it's most needed. Your muscles, assuming you've been eating normally the rest of the day before your body has glycogen stores are topped up to where that food's going to go and help elevate your blood glucose levels. First of all, and keep it steady throughout the workout. But your body's also going to be burning through that muscle glycogen during your actual training session. And then depending on the composition of the food, was it super high protein? Was there a lot of slow digesting carbs in there? Was there some fat in there? I mean, there's a good chance if you eat, two hours before your workout, your body is still digesting, absorbing, and assimilating all of those nutrients four hours later because depending on how big the meal is, how much protein, fat, and fiber is in there, it could take up to like six hours for it to get for your insulin levels to you know slowly rise up and then actually return to baseline because you're you're digesting and absorbing, utilizing, processing all that stuff over that time frame. I will give you an example. If you were eat a, a really, really large dinner, you know, uh, you know, for example, on Saturday and go on Sunday, like, let's say, eight or nine in the morning to train, you will still be, you know, digesting the food that you eat day before. So yeah. this just shows you that you will still have, you know, enough energy, you know, or fuel in your body to, to, yeah. to, go, no, like to go and train efficiently. You know, you don't need, you know, to smash like, you know, Straight away when you will woke up. Oh, I need those carbs, you know, because they will, uh, they will digest super fast, and I will have energy, you know, to train. But no, this, yeah. that doesn't work like this. No, like after a workout, if you have a post-workout meal and you've done like a super heavy, high-volume workout and you've depleted the muscle glycogen, that food is going to be preferentially targeted towards those muscle groups that you train because there's going to be a deficit there. There's going to be depleted glycogen levels, and that's going to be needing to be restored. There's also amino acids. That got broken down and utilized uh, and so those amino acids are going to go there but it's not like all of the food only goes to that one spot like it's still going to do your other like repair your gut lining uh stomach immune cells neurotransmitters replenish atp stores throughout the body cardiovascular system 
maintenance and all of that kind of stuff too. So it's, it's, there's, there's going to be a portion that is, you know, blocked off towards that part of the body where there was a huge demand from glycogen, but it's not like all the food just goes there and it doesn't go anywhere else in your body. Uh, go ahead, Robbie. I know you wanted to, to jump in and say something. Uh, you, you know what? I honestly, I agree with everything you said. I mean, when it comes to a pre-workout meal, you know, the digestion, like I know, for example, that I was diagnosed a couple of years ago with slow digestion where they actually monitored everything and it takes my body to digest food a little bit longer. I actually had to do the dumping test that they do in the hospital. So, you know, what they, they give you, they give you food. Like for example, they, you, you get to the hospital and, um, they prepare like a small meal for you. Like for example, most of the time it's going to be eggs and some juice and stuff like that. So when you have that, they monitor then later on how long it does it take for it to travel through your stomach and stuff like that. So uh, I remember it was like between four to six hours, even for something as simple as eggs. So I have a, um, you know, slower digestion. And I think that it, uh, we, again, it comes down to the fact that we all so different, like our bodies are like cars. We, we perform differently each and every one. We have a different genetic pool. We have a different response, uh, how our body reacts to certain things, certain foods, even, you know, there are people who, for example, love oatmeal. I love oatmeal too, but I get bloated from oatmeal and, you know, it keep, I, I look like I'm pregnant, you know, it's just not a good look. I, I feel bad. I have, uh, I have difficulty breathing. So like for me, training after I had oatmeal is a big, big no. Uh, cream of rice, I respond a lot better, for example. But again, I think it's very individual. So for me to, if you would ask me for advice, what do you, what do you think I should have for pre-workout meal? I don't think I should be giving that advice. I think it's about trial and error. It's about you trying and seeing what the fuck works for you. Um, Lucas doesn't eat before he goes to the gym and he has no issues whatsoever. So why would I give him advice and say, Lucas, you know what? You should have pre-workout meal because it's good for you. Clearly he proved that he doesn't need it. Um, I think that post-workout meal is more, I, I don't even want to throw around words important but it is I think, yeah i think it has more place because you know you depleted your glycogen levels and stuff so it would make sense that you need to kind of i call it reload and i do agree with you uh fully on the fact that uh even if you want to take a pre-workout meal and you feel the benefits of it i honestly think that the only thing that it does for you for some of you not all of you because again i have to state everybody's different then it's probably going to give you some energy. Uh, you know, it's going to give you some fuel. If you're training bicep, I don't think it's going to give fuel to your biceps. I just don't think it makes sense. I think it's going to give you an overall feeling of energy. You know, will you have a better pump? Eh, maybe. But uh, I don't think it's like so vital that it's important. Oh my God, you know what? My biceps are going to get bigger because I had a pre-workout meal. I don't think it, it works like that. But I think when you trained your bicep, and they depleted and you depleted them of glycogen, then post-workout meal, that's where the trick is. And I think that refueling, that so the process of, uh, you know, of putting your muscles in the anabolic state, I think that's what makes a little bit more uh, sense. But uh, I have to stress, you know, that um, everybody's different. And I actually been doing what, uh, especially when I was training early in the morning, I've been doing exactly the same thing as Lucas, not eating, and honestly, I feel great. I don't need, like, maybe the only thing I will take is uh, a little pre-workout, or maybe I will take a little bit of a strong fat burner like Shogun that has all the, you know, necessary components to kick my ass, 
you know, just to give me a little bit of more energy. But I honestly don't need food in the morning. Like, you know, if I train early, you know, I know people go to the gym sometimes at 5, 6, 7 a.m. I don't think that it's absolutely vital for you to have a pre-workout meal. Yeah. Pete's, Pete's more along those lines, too. Since I work out so early, 4.30 a.m., I work out fasted, and I really don't notice a big difference from fasted workout or with a pre-workout meal. Everyone's, yeah, and that's the other thing. It's, it's, if you know you feel sluggish when you haven't had anything to eat before your workout, then definitely have something. Whereas I, I don't like to go into a, a training session feeling like I've got food sloshing around in my stomach. And that goes back to you know growing up with Taekwondo. I, I never wanted anything in me. Like Even something as light as like a peanut butter sandwich, uh-uh. It would just... Let me just burn through it, and then afterwards, I'll I'll eat a bunch. Oh uh, yeah, and you know what? The martial arts training. You know, I, I'm glad you brought it up because it's different from weight training. I would actually advise not to eat. You know, I mean, if you're training late late at night, then I guess you cannot like go starving throughout the day. But I would still like make sure that there is a you know quite a few hours before uh, before training that you don't eat. But if you're training in the morning. Hell no, I would not eat and, and do martial arts, any jumping, kicking, or punching. It's just... It's going to come up real quick. It, it yeah. did. It did. It I, I, yeah, I, I tried that a few times, and every mm -hmm. time it backfired where I threw up, where I was nauseous. I even had a nosebleed, I guess, like there was some kind of a reaction in my body where, you know, I ate and I felt so sluggish, and maybe the blood pressure, like, uh, like kind of shot through. I, I don't know what happened, but I, I was actually, I had nosebleeds specifically on those days that I did martial arts and I had a pre-workout meal it just did not agree with me but throwing up was almost guaranteed right. you know either you know during a workout where I would have to run to the bathroom or after the workout just felt nauseous and always felt a lot slower and a lot more sluggish and I was sweating I mean I was sweating regardless because you know that type of training is sweat but I was sweating profusely if I had a meal before that to a point where it was very, very uncomfortable. Yeah. Jojo, yeah. just wake up and pound a pollen everything if better <laughs> after that. No pause here. <laughs> yeah, but if you train if you train fast, just make sure to get some electrolytes, you know, before you're training, because I think that's the most yes. important thing. Just to be hydrated. But you know, water doesn't, you know, doesn't do a shit, to be honest, you know, so you need a good amount of like sodium, potassium and magnesium. So before your workout, you know, maybe do like a few sprinkles of, you know, sea salt or, or like add some electrolyte powder or some kind of sub supplement that has those kinds of things, you know, smash like a one liter of, 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 of water with it and you should be golden. Yeah, Jojo. So when it comes to the post-workout meal, will that impact the worked muscles more even if it's a minimal amount? I mean, if, if we're talking like percentile differences, like one, five, ten percent differences, yeah, the post-workout meal is probably going to be more important than the pre-workout meal, just because. Well, you will it's going to depend. You will be able to absorb more nutrients. Correct. Yeah, you, insulin sensitivity will be higher. The muscles are more receptive to nutrients at that standpoint. Um, but you know if. The importance of a post-workout meal also depends on your pre-workout meal, too. So, I mean, like we said earlier, if you had this massive pre-workout meal, then eating something you know, the second you put you those weights to... down, you don't need to do it. But if you went into that workout fasted, then absolutely that post-workout meal's importance and how soon you get it into your body, you know, ratches up that much more in terms of importance and significance in terms of your results and recovery. 
100% agree with Robert here. So if you, for example, eat, if you're like a person that, let's say, you woke up in the morning and you want to, let's say, train around, I don't know, 10 or 11 in the morning, and you like to eat your breakfast, okay, then woke up, let's say, at 8 a.m., smash your breakfast, you will have, let's say, one and a half, two hours before your training session. Yeah. It will be a plenty of time to feel comfortable and feel that, you know, basically your your meal is, I would say, pre-digested. You know, and then go smash your session. Let's say you do, you're going to do it for like, I don't know, one, one and a half hours. Go home and maybe, uh, you know, smash a shake or something. Or if, you, if you're feeling like, if you feel super hungry, then you can smash a meal straight away. But it's not like super important. You don't have to like run fast to the, to to your home. You know, just just grab a spoon and, and smash your meal. No, but if you're like a type of a person that is fasting, let's say, and you're like your last meal was let's say like at seven p.m. last night, and you were fasting the entire night. And your training session in the morning was also fasted. Then post workout, definitely grab some. I don't know, maybe some shake at first, and then a solid meal. Because if you're gonna eat a, like a larger meal, you you feel you will feel really uncomfortable. So keep that in mind. Yeah, exactly. Hey y'all. Simon says, congrats, Lucas, on <coughs> results once again. Ah, uh, thank you, my friend. Thank you. Yes. For everybody that doesn't really know on here, uh, Lucas's mom just had her yearly checkup. And uh, do you want to explain any more, Lucas? Yeah, yeah. She, uh, uh, so as you all know, she has a mastectomy on one side of, uh, of, of her breast. So uh, last week, yeah, was, was a year. Since then, it's, it blows my mind how, how time flies. Yeah, so and she's uh, cancer-free for a year now, correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. correct. That's so at fantastic. first, uh, she wanted, you know, she she did like some uh, blood results just to make sure that her doctor will have all the exams. Yeah. So all the blood results came uh, super good, and then she went to her doctor for the checkup. She checked up all, and you know everything is going well for her. They did some some scans and there is no cancer. So fantastic, man! That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. So thanks a lot, guys, for for the for the support. I got so many messages on my Facebook. I, I was just like amazed how many people are just like responded, reached out, just sent best wishes. So, like I said on my Facebook, it was like a early Christmas present for me. So uh, yeah. That's that's awesome. That that matters a lot. Good. All the loves, hugs, and well wishes to Mama. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot. Zandandito. Training fasted is amazing. I feel clear and not weighed down. Though I'll eat a very large meal after my three to five hour long workout. Yeah, and that's that's completely understandable. Although after a training session, it takes me like a good hour to feel hungry. So even if I don't eat into the workout. I might sip some aminos during the thing. Like I'll have a scoop of Enigma or some BCAs or whatever, just just because I don't want to drink just plain water. But then even after the workout, I'm still not hungry for like an hour. So then I'll I'll eat something after that. Definitely team fasted workouts. Okay. Sandeep. Hello to everybody from Sandeep. Hi, Sandeep. 
Best pre-workout. I work out late in the evening. Question for Robbie. Um, oof, I don't know. The assassin and <laughs> stack together. Um, uh, Sandeep, I mean, I think that it depends, like, you know, the type of training that you do and uh, your tolerance level. You know, I mean, if it's late in the evening, I assume, you know, um, you probably don't want to use something as strong as hooligan or assassin don't listen to these guys uh pro probably something that is non-stem or you know that's going to give you nice focus nice uh pump you know something like that i mean if you don't go to bed for a long time you know maybe after the workout maybe your workout is like 6 7 p.m and you don't go to bed until i don't know 1 a.m or something you know like me um then maybe something a little bit lighter still on the stems I don't know, like I personally would not cross two, 300 milligram of caffeine at that time if it's evening, but it all depends, you know, on your goal. And um, there are so many good pre-workouts and there are so many choices to make, but at the end, it depends on your goal and depends, you know, we would need to know a little bit more like what time you're training, what time you're going to bed, what type of training you do, how is your caffeine tolerance, you know, th stuff like that. Because just to say, you know, for example, what I would use um, might not work for you. And we all different. So it's very, very important. You know, um, Robert, for example, I know he likes the two, three, four hundred milligram of caffeine range, but I don't think he would take it in the evening anyway. Lucas can take one thousand milligram of caffeine and go to bed. You know, so <laughs> we are all different. Uh, so it depends what works for you. Yes. Yeah, my, my default answer would probably be something non-STEM just because, yeah, I'm assuming most people have a normal sleep unless you're like a shift worker and you work from, you know, 8 o'clock at night till 6 in the morning or something like that. Sridhar, training fasted works for me too in the morning. Don't want to deal with any indigestion or other issues while I work out. Yeah, Absolutely. I feel the same. I feel also, the... notice, since Shane isn't on the podcast, Sridhar's not saying anything nice to any of us. <laughs> <laughs> So Sridhar only likes Shane. That's what we're finding out. Jojo saying Enigma for the win for uh, intro workout nutrition early in the morning. During my workout, I tend to drink upwards of a full gallon. Good yeah. God, that's a lot. Well, you're doing you're doing something that's like three hours long, so that that makes sense. But holy, oh. I can't imagine drinking like that before just like a forty five minute or a sixty minute like a uh, taekwondo. Or a resistance training workout, man, that would... Oh, he's training, like, for three hours? What's yeah, he, he, he said he had a three- to five-hour workout. So, I mean, he might be doing some, like, endurance-type training. Oh, okay. He's going on, like, a, a massive, like, 60-mile bike ride or something. Damn, that's like ninja training. Yeah. Oh, damn, yeah. Agree with Lucas. I take a small blend of electrolytes as well to avoid cramps during a workout, especially yeah. magnesium. Makes a huge difference. That yeah, does. Yeah, makes, makes, a, makes a huge difference. It's like, incorporated, like... Uh, Electrolytes to my like workout, man. Yeah, so good, much better. San Dandita, congrats to Mama Lucas. Strong AF. Congratulations, Lucas, for Mama. Yes. Mitch, Lucas is sipping on plastic <laughs> right now. I wish. <coughs> Lucas, a buddy of mine says Polish hot dogs from the gas station are better than American hot dogs. Is there such a thing? Huh. Where, or on every gas sta gas station in in Poland, you can definitely buy hot dogs, but they are a bit different because your bun 
is opens like this, right? Mm -hmm. So here we have a hot dogs where you have like a, a hole in a bun, mm -hmm. and they stick a hot dog inside. So it's like you know, you have like a, I don't know, like a fucking torch, you know. So people people look a bit funny, you know. You still can you you know you know what you still can buy, you still can buy the the regular hot dogs, right? You, the normal ones, you know. But they are also like selling these these kind of like these kinds of shapes, you know. So I was like. <laughs> What the fuck is going on? You know. <laughs> so this this just this just this just shows you know this the the Polish creativity. You know. <laughs> what what is the condiment that y'all put on hot dogs here? Because they're like here stateside for barbecues. People will either put mustard or ketchup, or some put both. Growing up, I liked ketchup on a hot dog, but now it's it's mustard and maybe some sauerkraut, and that's it. But so are like, some people put chili on it. No, it's mustard or ketchup. That's basically it. Okay. Do you have like a special like spicy Polish mustard or something? Uh, it's uh, Dijon, which is yeah. like the hot spice. <coughs> yep. Okay. But the, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a fan of the, of the you know the the fast food. So I don't eat that kind of garbage. You know. But yeah. Uh, close to my home, there's like a, a gas station, so I can see on on a daily basis. You know. People is, this in, is this in proximity people to the adult video store too? <laughs> what? People can buy their hot dogs and then walk into the porn shop next to it and then go to the grocery store afterwards. Uh, the, porn, the porn shop is in the city spectrum, so now. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of uh, sausage goes for the Polish hot dog? Is it kielbasa or is it something else? No, it's it's a normal one. It's like a, a really thin one. Okay. Because kielbasa is is like more thick, right? Girthy. There's more dirt in, into it. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't sound good, right? No, it doesn't. Girt. Girthy. 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 People like skinny wieners for their hot dogs. There's also one one word in English that I love: moist. <laughs> I love that word. I don't know why. I do. Moist. But I really I really love it. Moist. Mm. Especially after hearing one of the recent Foo Ad podcasts, where they one of the guys are saying they didn't like the word moist. Yeah, but like I, 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 that one I don't think bothers me. But like, if I hear the word like secretion, that sounds worse than moist yeah, does. Right. Moist makes me warm and fuzzy. Zandandito, uh, not really endurance training, just full body workouts, bench dips, dead squats, overhead press, bent over rows, and isos for three to five hours. Jesus. Damn, son. Oh, damn. How long are your rest periods? Yeah, it's probably around like three to five minutes at least yeah. per set. Muscle and bones. Dang. I drink a gallon in just an hour workout. Nah, I, can't, I don't do that much. Oh, that's too much. Yeah. Shridhar. Assassin doesn't have enough stims for Lucas. Maybe two thirds of a scoop, two to three scoops, will have a minor effect on him. Your taste, very, very true. Sandy, hi. I have problems with sleeping, so I should take. So should I take bare knuckle pre workout? Yeah, if you're training at night, do a bloody hell or bare knuckle. Either one. Yeah, bloody hell can be a good alternative, especially now. You know, you know, 
And you can, for example, stack it with something else that it doesn't have any stims, or maybe like low low in stims. Just a tiny bit. Uh -huh. Sandy, love your taste for Bollywood movies, Robbie, especially. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> rest periods are four to five minutes, depending on exercise. ISOs get down in three minutes. Damn. See, I can't rest that long between stuff, man. It's like I, it's it's like a minute and a half, two minutes tops for me, and I'm I'm ready to get back into it. I don't like, but I came up like I I, I came up through doing like Taekwondo. We didn't. There wasn't really a rest period. It's like you do. Your kick combinations on one side, you immediately go to the other side. You might have like a minute and then you're into the next stuff. And the same thing, like my resistance training, like my entrance into that was P90X. So everything was supersets or like a circuit training or something. So, oh, we, we tried exactly the same. Yeah. And even now, like I'm not doing P90X anymore, but even like my stove, my chest and back routines, it's like, all right, do your set of dips or, or dumbbell bench, then wait 60 to 90 seconds, go do a set oh, of when you're ready. chin ups. Yeah. And it's like a minute. I can't wait. I can't wait three or five minutes, but I'm, I've never done powerlifting stuff. So, you know, if I'm going for three, five reps, maybe I can understand doing that. I just, I like my, my stuff. I like to keep up a pretty decent uh, pace for a yeah. I was but, never a type of a person that was like watching the timer and was like, okay, it's two minutes. Okay, let's go. Yeah. No, I was like, just like, if I'm ready, I'll do my I'll do my next set. But if not, I'm just gonna take take one more minute, just rest up, and then I will hit it up. So yeah. yeah. What were you gonna say, Robbie? No, my my training sessions are also exactly like you. Well, similar to yours, I guess. I don't train more than 40, 45 minutes. I I I mean, but I do everything pretty much everything supersets. Yeah. Like I mean, like bouncing from one machine to another one. So that kind of I kind of mix like resistance training and I call it kind of resistance slash cardio training endurance. Yeah. And I feel good. Yeah. The weights are lighter because, you know, you can't handle like super heavy weights doing that, but the intensity is there. And, you know, I mean, muscles are definitely responding. It's a lot more challenging to breathe, but I, I still think that it conditions your heart better. But again, that, that's just my way of training. If somebody's training like, you know, heavy weights and like you said, powerlifting type. Yeah. I mean, the rest periods are needed and obviously supersets are not doable. Yeah. Mm. Paul, I do pyramid sets, three sets, 10 to 20 reps, two to three sets of up to 10 reps going up in weight with each set. That works. That certainly works. Uh, here we go, Jojo. Thoughts on not getting six to eight hours sleep average. Three to four hours is what I average, but when sleeping, basically hitting REM sleep right away. So if that is true, then would you say that a person may not need six to eight hours of sleep a night? There is some research into this. The vast majority of humans need at least like seven to eight hours of sleep each night. There is a small outlier that have a certain genetic predisposition or that they can get by with, you know, about four to five hours of sleep each night. Um, how is your actual sleep hygiene? I know you and I have talked offline on the phone about this before, Jojo. Uh, just, you know, work, family, stuff like that. You may not be able to get seven, eight hours of sleep when you're trying to cram in all of everything, you know, full day of work plus training sessions and all of that stuff. Um, and just having time to relax during the day. I would say most people need at least seven. I'm somebody that can get by on less sleep. I've never been a very long sleeper, you know, six, seven hours. I'm really good to go. And even for like two to three days, I can handle four hours of sleep. I can't do that every day though. Probably by the fourth day of that is when I start feeling 
pretty miserable. So if you have a one-off or a two-off of only three to four hours of sleep, it's fine. I don't think it's going to have any tremendous impact on you, uh, like over your long-term muscle growth. But you're gonna you're gonna need to play catch up at some point. Get a few you know longer stints of sleep in there. Even a nap during the middle of the day, if you can squeeze even like a thirty-minute power nap in, would have some benefits. I would imagine. What do you guys think? Uh, generally, yeah, it's it's recommended six to eight hours. Uh, I, I think like closer to eight, but um, you know, on average, I sleep five to six. I mean, that's my average. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good. I mean, it's just probably because of schedule and just because of workload, and yeah. uh, it just kind of worked out that way. Um, I don't know if I slept longer, would I benefit or not? What I did notice a few times where I would sleep, say, for example, eight, nine, or even ten hours straight. Mm -hmm. uh, just being bad, I was like, I actually didn't feel great. I didn't. I felt uh, throughout the day lazy, like very, very lazy and dragging. And, and I don't know, I still feel like the sweet spot would be six, seven hours. Probably that would be the sweet spot for me. Uh, I, I, I think that, you know, sleep is very important. And just like Robert said, like, you know, I can go on four hours of sleep, but after two, three nights, uh, two, three days uh, of that pattern, I it's, it's starting to take toll on me. Definitely, I'm becoming more irritable. I'm actually snappy. I'm angrier. I'm, I'm very, very down. So I'm, I'm the, the, the usual me. I can't imagine you angrier. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no, no. Angry? Yeah. What the but, hell? <laughs> but but when I sleep, like I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a sweetheart, like Lucas. Sure, you are. You know what? I'm a, I'm a big fan of a, of a routine when it comes to like you know not only like a morning routine but also like a bedtime routine. So basically, every day I go uh, to to the bed at the same time. I woke up at the same hour. That's how I work, and basically that's how I am. So I'm like a old grandpa because i basically go to bed around like 8 or 9 p.m mm -hmm. and i woke up and i woke up at five and that allows me you know to stay in my rhythm and every day i basically start my day with morning cardio so uh i woke up just like go downstairs and do my walk on my treadmill for like an hour i will like you know do some mails catch up with the world see what's going on you know, uh, watch some bullshit on some channels, <laughs> and and that's basically it. Yeah, but it, you know, everything comes down to, the, to your preferences. If after three or four hours you feel good, you feel rested, then just stick to it. Okay. Some people, some people can, you know, after six hours can feel really good and feel feel rested. Some need watch much more. Yeah. My friend, for example, needs like eight or eight or nine hours straight in bed, just to be, you know, fueled up and well rested before so he can start. Day. Day. Yeah, before he can start his day. Other people need some some other stuff, yeah. and this also, you know, uh, contradicts to like other stuff, such as like you know pre workouts, type of pre workouts, type of uh, workouts, workouts, type of like uh, you know what food you eat and so on and so on. But I think I what you said about, about uh, 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 being uh, uh, that it's your. I think that that helps. Yeah. 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 For sure. 
because you've been doing it probably for the past couple of years now you know the same uh, routine uh, i don't know how much years it's been but yeah i'm staying consistent and my my you know i, I see my body just like uh, it just gets used to it you know so now after like just the only the, the one day that, that it's not getting used to is saturday when we have a podcast because i need to like stay a bit longer you know we keep but you yeah but that's about it brooke on to my favorite topic nootropics so ninja has followed suit with a game like blend thoughts Good question. I've got the supplement facts panel pulled up, and here we go. It's called Ninja Mode. <coughs> I like the names of the flavors. So these were games that were I played growing up. So Shinobi was an old uh, platformer. Vice City, obviously uh, influenced by Grand Theft Auto, and then Combat Cherry. I'm assuming it's kind of a, a Mortal Kombat mm -hmm. uh, inspired name. And then here's the pro. So we got 25 scoops. It is $40, 25 scoops, uh, good dosages on the B vitamins. They could use the P5P form for vitamin B6, but all things withstanding, that's fine. Uh, 250 caffeine anhydrous, 100 of dicaffeine malate. So we're looking at a total here of 325 milligrams of caffeine because dicaffeine malate is 75% caffeine, so 75 milligrams. Plus 250 is going to give you 325 that seems like it's on the higher end for a gaming supplement, but there are people out there that like more caffeine for their gaming stuff. I know Shane has said before, he likes stuff a little bit on the lower side of it. Um, Dynamine works well with caffeine in this for a hard-hitting energy blend. I, I wonder if teacrine would be a, a better fit here, uh, but that's just personal preference. I like teacrine a lot. Dynamine, I, I struggle to find it where I like it. Isopropyl norepinephrine at 20 milligrams for an extra little spice of energy. 1,000 milligrams of tyrosine. That's a fair dose. I'd like it a touch higher. Taurine. That's fine. Choline bitartrate. Eh. It's okay for some supplemental choline here. I like, but I do like the 250 of Cognizant here and the 400 of the Alpha GPC. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're getting a ton of choline. So that extra 1,000 milligrams of choline bitartrate. I mean, you, you've got more than enough here with Cognizant and the Alpha GPC. I would scratch that choline by hydrate and, for example, replace it with extra gram of tyrosine. Agreed. Uh, theanine at 150, that's a fine dose, especially when you got 325 caffeine and the isopropyl norepinephrine. Focus factor, which is neurofactor, 100 milligrams of that. Love that ingredient. And methyltyramine, that's going to give you a little extra little spice for energy. Does it do a whole lot? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever gotten really much from it uh, just because I haven't used it in isolation. It's been part of stim blends in the past. So I don't know how much that ingredient specifically is contributing to, you know, the, the intense focus or energy. 30 micrograms of Hooperzine, which will pair nicely. That's a, that's a very low dose of Hooperzine. Um, but I think there's Hooperzine and a couple of other Ninja products. So I can, I can understand why that is on the lower end because people may be stacking multiple products throughout the day. 500 milligrams of coconut water powder. It's nice for window dressing for hydration and 50 milligrams of estrogen to enhance the uptake and absorption of all these other fun little amino acids right here. Mm -hmm. All in all, I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's solid. Yeah. I think it's a very solid formula. Every, most of the stuff Ninja has done with the exception of their, I think their pill fat burner, which I, I found 
oddly yeah. an odd profile, but the rest of their stuff is is pretty solid overall. Uh, any thoughts, gents? Um, I it's it it looks like a solid formula, you know, especially with the Cognizant the two fifty solid dose Alpha GPC. Yeah, four hundred is okay. Of course, I would prefer to see six hundred. Um, I think what Lucas said, the clean buy trade, I mean, that, that should have been scratched completely unnecessary. And that money could have been used to either make Alpha GPC look at solid 600 milligram or l at, uh, you know, 1500 or two grams or something like that. Um, and coming from me, this is going to be strange, but I think it's a little bit aggressive on an energy aspect when it comes to gaming. Uh, you know, you have 325 milligram of caffeine, uh, which is not bad, but for gaming, it is generally a little bit on the higher side. And then, um, isoprop, I'm not a huge fan of it because it is very, very aggressive. And even 30 milligram, you're definitely going to feel it. Um, so I think it's a little bit strong on the energy, unnecessarily strong. I would have toned that down. I do agree. I'm not a big fan of dynamite myself just don't see it as anything special i do prefer tikrine so I, I would make just certain changes like you know i would tone it down a little bit on energy isoprop i would throw out um you know the caffeine is fine but i would still keep it under 300 to 250 even you know for a product like that i think it would have been a little bit better um and then with the focus ingredients even though they fine are just minor little tweaks. So I think overall, this is, it's a good formula. Uh, it's just, um, it, it could be better. Yeah. And we're, we're always going to have individual gripes. I think yeah. like you're comparing this to most other gaming products on the market. This is, it's, you know, leaps and bounds. Like we're talking just pure formula to formula like this compared to G fuel. This blows G fuel out of the water. On oh, hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, yeah. I mean, this is this is really good. We can have our little nitpicks here and there. Overall, it's if you're looking for a higher energy formula, like you don't want to have to crush, you know, an energy drink, energy drink every couple of hours like some gamers do. This would keep you going for a very. This long could time. be this could be a pre workout. Yeah, yeah, it certainly. Hundred percent. <coughs> yeah, you can do a good training training session on this on this next. Yeah, yeah. See, I mean, yet again, Ninja's coming up with some solid formulas. Um, and the, the blend of colds is interesting. Like obviously choline bitartrate notwithstanding it's, eh. uh, but the, the alpha GPC and Cognizant, I, I like that. That's I've seen one or two other brands try that. I've never experimented with it personally. I'm curious to try it though. I mean, I've got bulk, uh, CDP choline and alpha GPC here at the house. So I might have to just try that one day and see, but, uh, yeah, Brooke, if you're looking for something to try, you got my thumbs up to go and give this a shot. You wouldn't be wasting money. I don't think. Let's get down here. Uh, Ninja mode looks pretty good, but as Lucas said, switch the choline by tartrate for tyrosine or lion's mane. Agreed, 100%. Yeah. Sandy, love supplements engineer podcast, my favorite. Thank you, sir. I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Make sure to leave the five stars. There you go. Remember, oh yes, and then while we're on that point, yes, well, this will be a good time to remind everybody, click down below right now. It's free to do. doesn't cost you anything. Two seconds of your time to go, wink, click. Give us a thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell so you always know when us knuckleheads are going live each and every week. 
Uh, if you listen to us on any other podcast perusing platform like iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, all those good things, uh, consider leaving us a five-star review or at least one point higher than Shane on the Stack 3D podcast just so he doesn't beat us in the algorithm. So, but and, yes. and also leave us a comment if you would like to see us more, let's say, post-New Year, if you would like to see two shows per week. Yes, yes, two shows a week, which... We need to have some more discussion about how do we want to structure that. Do we want that to be like short and tight episodes? Do we want it to be banter like this, or do we want like a? Is that going to be the only like the guests when the guests jump on there? Because there's a couple of people that we want to get on. Um, you know, speaking of which, uh, did I ever talk to Joey about goon mode? I have not yet. I texted Joey about another ingredient that I came across this week. Um, just I had never heard of it before, and it had some pretty interesting benefits. Um, what was I looking at it for? I was working on a, a product for a formula for a client. Let me see what it was. Oh, yeah. What was the ingredient? But he even said, he said, I'm not really sure. I said, I haven't found that one. It seems like a, a weird ingredient. Bosenbergia pandorata. Uh, it was something that he found a rarity too. And he said, man, he said, I'm not even sure if I've, I've even heard of this ingredient. So I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. That because uh, uh, Joe's a Joe's one of the, the smartest SOBs in this industry, especially when it comes to ingredients and stuff like that. Uh, and stuff, you know, when I, I I'll kick ingredients off of him sometimes, and he's like, "Yeah, this won't taste very good, or it has this combining with this ingredient and stuff like that." And when I sent him this, he wasn't really familiar with this. So I thought, man, you know, we, we all of us can always learn something. Uh, but it's it's fun. It's fun going down those little those little weird rabbit holes. But yeah, I talked to Joey about a separate issue. I didn't talk to him about goon mode. Um, I know they were just wrapping up Black Friday and, and those kind of sales. So I didn't want to jump on them immediately to say, hey, uh, I need to, to get you on the show so we can discuss a few things. But that I will do that this week. Huzzah for approval. Yes. Whoops. Would love to see Apollo Nutrition in India. What do you think, Robbie? Can, that, can you make that work? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we actually are looking right now at bringing it in 2022. Although right now with Body Shock, it's easy to get it in India or wherever in the world. So it's, uh, you know, in, in terms of that, they ship worldwide, absolutely no issues. So, you know, we're expanding in there. But yeah, I mean, in 21, Australia, um, UK, Europe, uh, Russia, I mean, it's pretty much now everywhere. Um, next step, I think we just getting into South Africa and, um, you know, Indian market obviously is a huge potential. So, you know, we're exploring that as well now. Okay. Sandeep's in favor of more shows. I can see a daily two shows a week, at least two shows a week. What we could do, um, this has been something I've been muddling, you know, kicking around in my brain. We start a Patreon or something like that. And so we have our weekly episodes, but then we can have some of the different tiers of membership. Because uh, are you all familiar with Patreon? Any kind of thing? It's like a, almost like a monthly membership thing where people can sign up for it and you can set the different tiers. So there could be like a $2 a month thing. There could be a $5 a month one and $10 a month one. And it's basically like a membership site. And so we could put up individual articles that we wanted to write and only people that are Patreon members. Like, so there'll be, we'll keep doing this regular podcast for free, but then. Just since we'll be investing other time into it, there's a way we could, you know, maybe earn a little bit of additional income to split between the four of us if we want to put in exclusive articles, do exclusive interviews or supplement uh, facts breakdowns or something like that. So, 
So five dollars for Polish roads, five dollars for <laughs> Polish yeah. hot dog, five dollars yeah, yeah. for Polish. Well, the other benefit of that is it's like when we get donations through here through people and they do super chats through YouTube. YouTube takes like thirty percent of that. Um, so with you do Patreon, that goes basically all to you. So it's a much it's much better for the actual content creators. So I, th I think that we're uh, I think that's what I'm gonna do. I just gotta figure out how to break out the uh, and that that's marketing myself or marketing things. That's not my strong suit. Uh, so that's why it's, I, I'm dragging my feet on doing that and setting up something like that. To me, I don't I don't need you know the, this money. It can go straight away to your pocket, but man, basically. Well, I, mean, I enjoy could, like buying audio it. equipment. Like we could buy like new webcams for us, or like put it in a uh, you know doing the podcast stuff like that, or something. You know, it's, mm -hmm. I shouldn't be the only one benefiting from this. You guys spend you know a, a decent amount of time on this too. So it's a pure enjoyment, man. It is. That's why I don't take any sponsors for the show. I just I like Fucking doing this. I don't want to be a sellout either. So I'm learning so much from you guys. There we go. Simon says, new, wor new words every week. <laughs> I need it in Irish supplement shops. Bro, Patreon isn't a bad idea. Gotta support your passions. Yes, we appreciate it. Has anyone tried out Genius Brands, Genius Caffeine, or New Calf? I have a bottle of Genius Caffeine here. I got that a couple of years ago. It's basically just a sustained release caffeine from the last time I tried it. It's yeah, it, yeah. It's just that's that's all it is. I it's when I have my caffeine, I want to feel it. So I mean, I drink my coffee, and I, I want to get that little boost in energy from the coffee. I don't want it to hit me forty five minutes from now, kind of thing. Like when I take it, just let's go that way. Now, what is kind of cool is the Zoom XR stuff. So like you pair like caffeine anhydrous with the Zoom XR, and then that keeps you going, freaking forever. Um, mm -hmm. so, so that's good. Or just something like teacrine where the zoom XR might feel a little bit more intense than teacrine, but I, I love the, the caffeine teacrine combination. I, I think oh. I did that like two years straight, taking 125 milligrams of teacrine every day with either like a cup of coffee or pre-workout or something. And it just, you feel great the whole damn day on it. So yeah, dynamine just doesn't have that effect on me. No, and it's, I, like I, I've taken Cognosurge from Jack Factor, and I know I've said this a thousand times on the podcast. Right, that is the only product to date I think that I've actually enjoyed Dynamine in. Um, it because it's only that in caffeine. When there's something weird about the caffeine, teacrine, and Dynamine trio that has not worked well for me. You know, caffeine and Dynamine could be good for like in the case of Cognosurge, and then caffeine and teacrine always feel great for me. Um, so that's what it is. For me, I do want to mess one around with an extra a little bit more. I haven't, I don't have much experience with that ingredient. Five dollar donation, thank you, Brooke. Donation towards Mama Lucas, Integrity, Patreon, and YouTube giving back 30%. <laughs> no Polish road support this week, Lucas. Sorry, man. Brooke has an amazing sense of humor. Yes, I'll start. We're almost done with uh, with the road here in, in my city. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the finishing touches, bro. They'll do an extra collection plate around the church this week for the to finish up that last little stretch of road since we don't tomorrow, have $5 tomorrow, I'm going, tomorrow I'm going to, uh, to, to my like grocery run because every Sunday I'm doing my grocery shopping, you know, so I'm going to all the shops, you know, doing my, my stuff. So... I will definitely take a picture of this road and we'll, 
I feel like I'm going to visit Poland and I'm going to see a highway named after Brooke. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, at least somebody understands my humor. Yes, we, we appreciate it. Yeah. Very much so. Thank you, Brooke, for the, the donation. We really appreciate that. <laughs> Saga says, we already have Autobahns in Poland, thanks to Brooke. Yeah. Well, that's because five American dollars is worth like a million Polish kronas or something, isn't it? You know. Zlote, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, Norway's got the kronas. Yeah. Uh, good times. All right, guys, get in uh, any other uh, last minute uh, comments, questions, queries, quips, smart ass remarks you might have for our uh, panel of industry insiders, game changers, thought leaders, and provocateurs. Uh, this might be worth checking out. Dana Lynn Bailey relaunches Run Everything with six new supplements. So, mm-hmm. uh, did she disavow Rob Bailey, or why is uh, his name not? No, it's it's still their their line, but you know, I think that you know they're using her name mostly. Yeah, yeah, they're using her her to for marketing. Whoa, whoa, whoa! There we go. Okay. God damn! Come on. All right, let's see what we got. All new line of nutritional supplements from Run Everything Labs are now, more simply, Run Everything has arrived. And it is quite different from before. The brand from Daniel and Bailey has relaunched itself with six all new products. All featuring relatively straightforward formulas, but still tackling a lot of the competitive categories it was known, it did when it was known as Run Everything Labs. All right, let's see what we got. Pre-workout formula, purpose. Six grams citrulline, thousand milligrams agmatine, three hundred milligrams of alpha size. Uh, I think that's three hundred milligrams yield of that. So it's six hundred, but it's fifty percent. So I think it's three hundred active of GPC. One twenty-five caffeine anhydrous, another seventy-five from dicaffeine malic to bring it two hundred milligrams per scoop and ten milligrams of bioperin. It's fine. That works. I'm curious to see the price on what that would be. What are your thoughts, guys, on this formula? Super basic. Super duper basic. Um, okay, it's, it's not bad, but yeah, it's just basic, I think, is the right word to use. Can I tell you something? 30 servings. I don't know if it's worth $45. Uh, it's 30 servings, so probably that's why. Yeah. What you got, Lucas? I really like this formula. <laughs> it's not bad. It's simple. Honestly, it's it's really simple, but at the same time, it hits like all the pointers, all the main pointers, basically. Yeah, I would just I would love to see tyrosine in there. That, I mean, I like tyrosine more in my pre-workers than I like alpha GPC. Like push comes to sub, I want tyrosine in there over choline. But that's that's me. If I'm only gonna have one, forty-five bucks. So maybe there will be a discount or something. So it's going to be around maybe $40 or something. Yeah, probably a 10% code. I'll give you $40. So it's a little over a dollar serving. And that's not bad. Yeah, no, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's uh, it's very simple. It's very straightforward, like the article said. And, um, you know, it, it delivers. I mean, I mean, listen, it doesn't pretend to be what it's not. Yeah. I would rather, I would <coughs> rather like, drink this 
than like uh, any other energy drink. No, it's good. Yeah. Just take a sparkling water, take a scoop of this one, and you got a perfect energy drink. Huh? Yeah, and I mean, I think it's 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 a lower stem option, but you're still getting full doses of the citrulline and the agmatine and the alpha GCC. Yeah. So for a low stem pre workout, yeah, yeah, I think it's hitting on everything. I expected a lot worse, to be honest. Me too. Uh, let's check out the Label, labels look really good, but I wasn't yeah. expecting anything less from them. Okay. $40 for five grams of BCAs. Thoughts? And they like for lights. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is a little bit, maybe a little bit overpriced. But on the other hand, you know, considering the prices, the market prices today. Um, what are the flavors? Can you, can you, can you see the flavors? Just it's mango and orange. So, uh, I, I, I'm honestly surprised to see only BCAAs. I would hope for like a full EA blend or something. I just, I thought we were past the intro workout of just the five gram scoop of BCAAs and that was it. I thought we had kind of moved on as an industry from that. Maybe there is some something else. I mean, the only I, I see what Robert is saying. You know, I as an intra workout, this is a little weak. As just a BCA product, probably should have been called a BCA product, which I would not have a problem with it. You know, for a BCA product, it's fine. But uh, you know, I mean, I'm looking at it from the perspective of chainsaw, for example. You know. Um, just call it what it is. I mean, it's a BCA product. Yeah, the chainsaw is like more complex, so that's not a that's not a good comparison, you know. Yeah, I just I, I see what Robert is saying. Like, not that I have a problem with it, but intra workout maybe is a little bit pushing yeah. it because the 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 supplement uh, you know industry has evolved a little bit, and we when we're looking at the intra workout, we do expect to see EAAs in it, so yeah. that is a given. I think if they called it uh, BCA, um, even the price and everything else, nobody would really care. Right? Just a minor tweak to um, to the category. That that's all. What I am going to say is these actually are some impressive dosages of the actual minerals in there. Actually, I yeah. didn't catch that off first glance. The the electrolytes in here are actually super well dosed. I mean, tip you look at most other electrolyte formulas. You're getting like 100 milligrams of sodium, 50 milligrams of potassium, 20 milligrams of magnesium. So that is some whopping dosages, especially the potassium. Magnesium is also citrate, not oxide. So that's a good yeah. one. All comes from like Himalayan pink salt, which is really good. In yeah. my opinion. So, I mean, and that, that's a good thing. Like this, maybe if they would have followed it like BCAA plus electrolytes instead of intro workout, yes. I would mm -hmm. see it as a better name or value. I just... As an intro workout, I don't like it being slotted like that or just positioned that way. The uh, but you know they, they are they make much more money than I do. So you know, who am I to say? I understand from a pure understand. formula standpoint. Yeah, I understand they want to categorize it to like more like a you know intro workout type of a product, but at the same time, it's not like a you know typical intro workout that we see right now. Yeah, I do so, like those uh, mineral dosages though. That is that's nice. Yeah. Fat burn. Let's see what this is we got here. Thousand milligrams of Alcar, two hundred dandelion roots. So you're gonna be 
uh, pee in your brains out. Green only, tea 200, only 200 milligrams. That's nothing, man. Yeah. 100, see, there we go. Another, we're talking about 100 uh, Zoom XR with that. So 300 milligrams of caffeine, 50 milligrams of GBB, and 50 milligrams of paradoxine. So there's going to be a, a decent amount of thermal kick to this. Yeah. This is also a good product. Yeah, yeah. this is well dosed. Get a little bit of a diuretic effect. You'll get some of the pro weight loss and appetite suppression benefits of green tea extract. Uh, Alcar, I just I love that ingredient. Anyway, I like the combination of the dandelion and the green tea. I really like this combination. But you know what's funny in in their formula? I think they are one of the first first guys that used a completely different name as far as like wellness beauty type of a product name instead of like a glow they uh used i don't i don't remember what's what's the name of the of their product empower empower yeah it's one of those buzzwords that gets thrown around all the time these days yeah not not in the supplement space but i'm just talking like you go look on any of these lifestyle brands or just like the mommy blogs out there empowerment empower yourself blah, blah, blah. yeah bro but i'd rather i'd rather like to see empowered than for example fucking glow you know yeah because yeah, yeah, everybody's bro. using that now yeah yeah that's that's just like i don't understand yeah. hydrolyzed bovine collagen peptin b hyaluronic acid zinc citrate uh inositol i think is spelled wrong yeah uh, yeah <laughs> Eh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm very underwhelmed by this formula. I'm pretty underwhelmed by it. The price is pretty high. Yeah. 45 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, some better hair, skin and nail formulas out there. For cop. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. So that might be the miss on here. Myo inositol, Cairo inositol, ASM, Bioquin. Okay. That's a good dosage of final cycle. Yeah. yeah, the inositol, that is a good dose on there. Mm -hmm. um, Ghost has what, four grams, I think, of inositol in their glow formula? I think so. I think so, that, yeah. All right. There we go. Okay. <gasps> Okay. Uh, we already have Audubon's pull. Okay, we got that. Any supplements for my sleep problem? Oh. Kind of depends on what's causing you not to be able to sleep anyway in the first place. Like, what's causing you? Is it lifestyle stress? Is it you're having caffeine too late in the day? Um, you're watching too much TV right before you go to bed. You don't have like an actual routine at night to start helping your body power down you know, let's, let's look at those things or maybe are you eating too close to bed and that you just feel like you got food sitting in your stomach when you're trying to go to sleep um instead of instead of going straight to the supplement route just start with your uh bedtime routine see what's going on from that aspect and then you know build something you know extra so if you need if you're as robert said if you're eating, you know, before the bed, straight away, then 
the food will will sit on your stomach definitely so you need to scratch that or change that or for example if you are training before bad that's also something you need to take into consideration so there are many pointers we don't know your background so it's hard to say you know yeah we kind of kind of needs a, a more holistic assessment yeah sean it's about time you showed up well, yeah, he was probably napping for the first half of the show. He needs his nap, in all fairness. Is the Lord tending to his manor today? Yes, he is tending to his uh, halfling's birthday. Him and the rest of the hobbits in the Shire have uh, to celebrate the name day of their halfling. Yeah. Brooke, <laughs> take all the freedom dollars. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, take all the freedom dollars. Anything you guys see coming out that has your approval? Uh, I mean, we, we talked about the the ninja game mode. That's interesting. Um, I haven't checked stack site much this week. I've been playing catch up on a few things uh, for work with being out of town last week. For Brooke, you know what? If you want to experiment, check out the HD muscle uh, product line. They've got some pretty cool stuff. From health supplements up to a pre-workout and a few other stuff. So definitely give them a try. I already tested uh, some of their products. Really good protein. Uh, really delicious. So definitely if, you, if you're looking for something like that. They're from Canada. So uh, you, can, you can definitely check them out. That's one of my recommendations so far. Yeah, there's a, um, what was I going to say? Uh, there's a couple of ingredients I'm looking into just for playing around with. Um, it's more along the lines of nootropic or general health and wellness stuff. It's not actual performance ingredients. Um, so I don't know how interesting or pertinent that would be. Brainberry is a new one that I just came across the other day which is basically like an anthocyanin-rich extract, so kind of like uh, bilberry or blueberry or something like that. And it's rich in C3G, which has some glucose disposal properties with it, but it also uh, has some cerebral uh, benefits too because C3G can cross the blood-brain barrier. Um, outside of that, it's mostly just uh, ingredient stuff. That's all. There's nothing super groundbreaking, earth-shattering. Um yeah. Uh, Sandy, following up earlier. No, it's stress-related. Okay, in that case... Ashwagandha can be a good one. Yeah, L-theanine, 200 milligrams, 100 to 200 milligrams of L-theanine could help. Uh, depending on which form of ashwagandha you use, you could use 600 milligrams of KSM-66. Uh, you could use and definitely my favorite Sandeep go with uh, Rishi mushroom yeah, Rishi mushroom 1 to 3 grams of that 250 Bro. milligrams of sensoral ashwagandha or what is it 120 milligrams of shodan um, yeah any of those are good for uh, kind of taking the edge off with stress you could look at GABA but that can be kind of dicey for some people um but I would start with those and then kind of re-examine like what what is specifically causing you stress. Is it is it job, family, finances, stuff like that? Because 
we can give you all the supplement recommendations in the world, but if it's if it, there's some like deep underlying issues, those aren't going to do shit for you. If it's um, if it's your girlfriend or wife, there's our other tools for for that, you know. <laughs> Frying pan to the back of the head. Yeah. Hammer, yeah. <laughs> you know those kind of things. <sighs> oh, good grief! I'm not saying I'm not saying to use them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Only, <laughs> only on this show we can give advice like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it was funny because uh, last night I was watching Seinfeld, and they, it's one of my all-time favorite shows. But sometimes, like every like fucking couple of years, I'll rewatch a couple of episodes. I, I'm never tired of it. And yesterday, I caught an episode, and uh, during uh, during an episode, you know, he always has like a little stand-up sketch that he does, yeah. and one of them. He was saying something. I'm like, if he said that today, he would 100% get canceled. So he goes like, uh, how come people that try to commit suicide and don't succeed on the first try, why do they give up and don't try again? <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> you see, but it's funny. He goes like, try again. If you don't succeed first time, try again. I was like, holy shit, if he said that shit today... There was no way it would be accepted. But at the same time, I forgot about it. I was laughing hysterically. So I thought, like, so fucking good. <laughs> you didn't succeed the first time. He says, why don't you try again? Why are you giving up? <laughs> there you go. Thoughts, uh, Sandy? No, it's some business problem. I'm also suffering from diverticulitis. Mm. Thoughts on tranquility? Uh, aren't you running that right now, Lucas? Yeah, I'm using it right now. Yeah, so I've used a couple of servings of it. I tried the original, like the V1 version, where it was called Sedative. Um, I really like that. The thing was, I would wake up at like, I would take it at 9. I would wake up at 4.30 without fail. But I felt like I had slept 8, 9 hours, even though I'd yeah. only gotten maybe 6 or 7. Um, but I yeah. felt great. Um, how do you like Tranquility? Yeah, I got the same feeling about the Tranquility. And uh, I'm tracking it via my Fitbit, and my sleep also improved from the markers. I, yeah. I post on, on our on our track. So yeah, I definitely would recommend it. I've got the watermelon flavor; it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. But the only thing, only thing that like, it's weird about it. It's that it foams a lot. Have you noticed yeah. that, Robert? Yes. And it, yes, I, I think that. I think it's due to the. Used the peptides, I think. Yeah, probably why. But uh, yeah. yeah, the foam is like like this, like you would drink like a beer or something. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I like it. I mean, it's most of the stuff I've tried from Glaxon. I, I've been a fan of. We, I know we had some uh, questions about their their couple of gaming supplements that came out. But I mean, from like the, the pre workout I tried, the non stem pre workout and the sleep aid. All three of those have been. Very, I also very good I, I also like the ASC supplement sleep formula. That one is pretty good, and uh, Chaos and Pain also pretty good. I haven't tried Chaos and Pain sleep supplement. What's uh What's in Jake's ASC supplement? Yeah, Jake Jake has a pretty solid formula. It, it's pretty good. I tried it. The flavor is pretty good. Um, but yeah, it, it's 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 a good product. Uh, what's the name of it? Uh, yes. Uh, let me pull it up. Uh, I like the high tech, somewhat the propane. 
Yeah, well, that's uh, we know why, right? It's the Matamax. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to bring it up for that exact oh, yeah, reason. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Three thousand milligrams of phenobut, man. I'll do anything for you. All right, here we go. Uh, All right. That bad I, mean, boy. I like that right there. The the four thousand milligrams of glycine. You know, that's solid there. Uh, two scoops of magnesium citrate. Good dose there. I'd be careful. I don't know if I would jump to a full scoop right away because taking over 400 milligrams of magnesium for some people can lead to some uh, bathroom issues. Let's put it that way. Uh, good doses of zinc and magnesium there. Four grams of glycine. I like that dose. GABA. I don't have any issues taking high doses of GABA. Some individuals do, though. Uh, taurine is another good one. It's got some GABAergic properties there. Uh, 400 theanine, 300 of L-DOPA. 305-HTP yeah, for some serotonin report. The ruticarpine is going to uh, accelerate the excretion and metabolization of caffeine from the body to so help clear it out of your system so you can actually get to sleep. Uh, five milligrams of melatonin. Yeah, I mean, this is like Sorry. most of the stuff AFC does. It's very well dosed. Yeah, very good product. Well yeah, yes, yeah, so that's another good option if you're looking for it. Really good one. What do you mean you haven't kept up with Stack 3D, Robert? Don't you get their notifications? Yeah. I do. That doesn't mean I always necessarily click on them. <laughs> Three puffs of funny stuff will do the job also, Sandy. <laughs> Jojo, have you all looked into Kratom or Kratom or however you want to say Kratom at all? I know uh, Mark Bell and, and Chris Bell are pretty high on it. I haven't yeah. tried it though. It's not available here in here in Europe. <coughs> it's not. No, no, no. Maybe there is a source or something, but I was never like interested in, in trying it. So I was never look. I was. I never looked for it. So, so I really yeah. don't know. Yeah. Available or not, but no one is marketing kids here so yeah no muscle bones robert you ever played around with aroxalin a yes actually i have a tub of sabroxy um which i have a little tub of that that was actually an ingredient we, i was considering putting in the uh condemned labs nootropic um it's been that's been kind of tabled right now there's some other things going on in the background uh but yes i do like the ingredient and even there's one or two studies done on it where I think they did 500 milligram dosages of it for individuals that the, the, that were human trials with it. I've noticed a benefit as even as little as like 200 milligrams, just me personal anecdotal use of, uh, you know, 100 to 200 milligrams. It is super expensive, but it's a dopamine reuptake inhibitor. So it means it keeps dopamine going around longer in your brain. Um, it also antagonizes GABA receptors in the brain. Uh, so what that means is think of it kind of like, uh, it blocks kind of like caffeine is an adenosine inhibitor or it antagonizes adenosine receptors. I mean, it blocks to the adenosine receptor. And so the adenosine neurotransmitter can't dock to it, which is like caffeine, coffee, pre-workers, they will keep you awake because adenosine, uh, is at least two feelings of calm, relaxation, relaxation, blah, 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 lethargy, blah, blah, blah. So by blocking that, Caffeine helps keep you awake, alert, motivated, excited. Uh, the aroxalin A or the subroxy is doing the same thing, but on a different neurotransmitter. So it's blocking, antagonizing that GABA receptor in the brain, 
So you may not, uh, it's not going to feel as calming because GABA is an inhibitory neurotransmitter. So it will keep you feeling a little bit more alert, awake. Um, I'd be interested to see what would happen if you took something like theanine and subroxy at the same time. Because theanine boosts GABA levels, but subroxy is antagonizing GABA. So what the hell happens in that scenario? Do they cancel each other out? Does one of them get like preferentially slotted into the receptor before the other kind of thing? Uh, it's interesting. But yeah, uh, you can find it. Nootropics Depot sells the bulk powder. Uh, it's, it's under the name subroxy. S-A-B-R-O-X-Y. Um, it's funny, funky tasting little powder like all these nootropics are. But yeah, that's one of the new ones. And I know uh, Joey used it. And one of the, I think it's Goon Mode or Neuro365, one of those two, he put uh, 100 milligrams of Subroxy in there. Um, but yeah, it's a cool ingredient. It's one that not many people are using right now, uh, but you can start seeing it pop up a little bit more. It's it's fun. Um, and then some of the couple of other projects I'm working on, it, it'll pop up in there. Just, I, I like I like its effects that I've used it for. Have either of y'all tried it yet? No. No. Okay. It might also have some downstream effects on BDNF too, which is something Neurofactor does, um, which one of the brain peptides that is responsible for the growth, development, maintenance, repair of neurons in the brain. So good stuff. Good question too, Muscle and Bones. Good question. Creamy. Hey guys. Hey, Creamy. Just joined. How is everyone's day? Uh, wait till the podcast ends and rewind back to the beginning. You'll see how uh, Robbie and Lucas's week started. <laughs> <laughs> we can reply but it will take like an hour at yeah. least it's better now everything is much better now we're in a it's good place it's definitely yeah. clear um one thing i'm gonna pull up the calendar because i gotta see are we gonna run up into hmm. okay i'm looking at the calendar right now christmas day is a saturday as is New Year's Day. So what do we want to do for that? Do we want to do it on Sunday the 26th? The final scoop that week on the 26th and, and not Christmas Day? Or are we going to do it Christmas Day? I mean, we're, we're staying in town for Christmas. Um, I don't know if we're getting together with any friends or not. but I'm staying at home, so I won't be... I think that Christmas Eve is usually more kind of impactful where everybody's busy with families and stuff like that less than than christmas morning the gifts and exchange and stuff but I'm, i think christmas afternoon everybody's bored you know everything is closed nothing to do i mean if you guys are good with it i think it's fine okay i mean for and don't forget that for shane it's going to be the 26th regardless yeah, yeah for yeah. me for me it will be evening so i won't be doing anything so I'm down for podcasts for sure. Okay, so it's 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 on me and Robbie then. I I, I, I think the 24th would be an issue because the 24th everybody is busy with preparations and stuff like that. The yeah. 25th, I think, especially you know if it's daytime or evening time, I think nobody gives a shit, and people actually probably like home. They can listen and you know and participate and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was just thinking, and then we'll have New Year's Day the same thing, but. I mean, New Year's Day, we don't... I don't know what we're going to be doing New Year's Eve. Probably not much. I mean, we've got a four-year-old. It's not like we're going to be staying up till midnight or anything. That's the reason why, again, the New Year's Eve is always more important than New Year's Day. New Year's Eve, everybody's busy preparing, celebrating. You know, they're waking up late, typically from partying and stuff. But, you know, 
for you and me, it's around one, two o'clock, right? For right. Lucas, it's going to be evening. And for uh, Shane, it's going to be the second. Yeah. <clears throat> Want to make sure I, I got in my thank you for the stream. Thank you for tuning in, Brooke, as every week and participating in the $5 donations always. Those Polish roads need all the, the TLC. They got to be the get. best roads in the world. Speaking of thank you, we just got the $5 from Sweetar. Yes, I said that. I knew, say, I knew said he doesn't like you. Oh, wait, I think oh, you. thank you for dare. putting out great content every week. You all really appreciate it. Thank you, Sridhar. We appreciate you, sir. Lucas, you can use this to finish that last stretch of the Polish Rose. Bro, <laughs> now it will be like golden. We're going to do like some like a diamond finish or something. I'm talking about it. Justin, my comment has been removed four times. Am I doing something wrong? No, this is actually the first time I've seen your name pop up in the uh, comments feed, Justin. Uh, we haven't ignored it or deleted it or anything. Uh, maybe type shorter or jump on over to Twitch and post the comment that way if you can. Um, we'll be on for maybe five or ten more minutes, and then I'm going to have to uh, hop off. That bourbon's not going to drink itself. So, <laughs> Guys, can you say two words about Stimhead from Chaos Crew, please? Thanks. Yes, no. That is my two words. You're welcome. Uh, let's look. All right, that was a really bad joke. Fine. Fuck it. Don't laugh. Hey, man. All right. Stimhead from Chaos Crew. Oh, yeah. This is a European company. We, we just don't give shits about European companies here. UK, okay. Sorry, right, well, I can't say UK. It's I can't classify them as the Europe anymore. Stimhead. All right, let's Since they did. Since they did the, the Brexit thing, they are no longer Europe. Uh, before we do that, I will get right to that, Simon. Give me well, actually here. Let me do that, and then I'll get to uh, Justin. Your comment just came through. I'll uh, I saw it, so we'll get to it. Um, no, I don't want five percent off. Uh, yes, I do want to see what this has in it. All right, Stimhead, servings per container, twenty-five servings. 3.2 beta alanine, good dosage. Uh, 1250 taurine, that's okay. <coughs> Nothing over a gram I'm happy with. Uh, 1,000 mg of L-tyrosine, I like that. 350 caffeine and hydrus, yes, that could work. Uh, 220 of English walnut leaf extract, which is going to have maybe some fun alkaloids that are related to DMHA in it. Nice dose on that. 150 of Kapuasu fruit extract, which uh, I think that's one of the plants they can actually extract teocrine or dynamine from. So maybe that's what it is right there. Uh, Nalimba nucifera extract, which has hygienamine. So it's 50 milligrams of hygienamine. Citrus orantium extract, which is going to be giving you mostly synephrine. Cordium vulgare is going to be giving you hortanine. Tamarindus indica extract. What's in that one? I don't remember. Tamarind. Oh yeah, tamarind. But I don't know, like what what fun little stem alkaloids in there. Mm. Naringin, uh, citrus polyphenol, bioflavonoid. There's one study where they paired some citrus flavonoids with caffeine and found that it did not have any significant impact on like how long caffeine lasted in the body or anything like that. Despite that, you still see a lot of people stack these citrus bioflavonoids like naringin or naringenin with caffeine. Is it possible that there is some interaction with those two? 
possibly, but the one or two studies that I've seen, there's there's no mechanism by which the the two are going to be enhancing or synergizing together. That's not to say it couldn't happen, just we don't have any evidence of it to this point. Uh, black pepper extract, 10 milligram dose there. Yeah, I mean, you're looking for something high stim. Yes. There's not much performance in here, but stim and focus all day long. So, yeah. Yeah, go for it, Simon. Would you would you give this a ride, Lucas? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I already tried the the full top of Stimhead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well, then say say give us your actual personal experience instead of me just bloviating about these uh, ingredients. No, I just wanted to uh, just just to, just to say that it's a really decent formula if you're looking just for like a pure stim, a pure kick of energy. That's definitely a go-to product. So. It's well dosed. It has everything what you need as far as like stem stems. I of course <laughs> stacked it with some other stuff. So <laughs> of course, you <laughs> but that's just me, you know. So yeah. any crash or anything? Or no, I didn't. Ha I didn't have any crash. Smooth, clean energy that lasted long. So yeah. The only mm -hmm. thing the only thing that pisses me off in this formula is just like B talent. Mean, that's basically it. Yeah, I mean, I understand I why just, the company puts it in there, but, you know, for us, that I understand just, it. I really just, like, I'm starting to getting annoyed with how much, how many companies like, like, adding Italian into every every formula they, they produce. Agreed. From uh, fat burners to nootropics to, uh, like, pre-workouts. Yep. It just, it's just mind-blowing. And I think that also that, you know, just because you feel the tingles, it doesn't mean that the, that the product works. If you will take uh, every day betalanine, let's say for, from three to five grams every day, after some time you won't feel shit yet. Yeah. So. Let's see if I can find the name of an alkaloid that's in there. Fatty acids. All right, that's a wormhole for me to go down when uh, we're not in the middle of a podcast because nobody wants to see me go through all these studies. Anyway. All right. David Evans. What's up, guys? Just watching with my broken ankle. Ouch. I hope uh, your ankle gets better, man. How did you break it? Oh, yeah, David had an operation or something, right? Best wishes for a speedy recovery then, man. That yeah, speedy recovery, David. Yeah. That's not going to be. And by the way, thanks for uh, sharing, uh, you know, the content for us on his Facebook forum. He's always like, you know, uh, bragging about us, and he's always putting uh, a quality word about us. So definitely, big props to you, man. Yeah, David is a great guy. You know, somebody I'm proud to call a friend. Great sense of humor and just, you know, very very supportive. But he's a great guy. It was in regards to hoarding if it's on its way out and if there are any alternatives as a PEA enhancer. Uh, just take a larger dose of PEA is one way to do it. Uh, you could also look at uh, an ingredient uh, called garcitrin, which that also acts as an MAO inhibitor in and of itself too. It's also got some fat uh, loss benefits. Um, but yeah, the ingredient is garcitrin. Uh, you can actually find that in... AML Dopa Rush. 
Advanced Molecular Labs Dopa Rush. They have it in there. Uh, there's a couple of other ingredients, but yeah, check out Garcitrin first. And that'll be an MAO inhibitor. Uh, they're also, I don't know if Aroxyl and the Subroxy, which goes in here. Oh, I already tried Subroxy and found a pure Aroxylin A powder. It's also a strong COM-T inhibitor. That's another good one. Okay, so if it inhibits COM-T, that's going to be another one of those enzymes, catechol-O-methyltransferase. It's another enzyme that's going to degrade dopamine, norepinephrine, epinephrine, all that other good stuff. So by inhibiting that, it's also going to keep those feel-good hormones and neurotransmitters circulating for longer at a higher level in the brain. Uh, so that's another fun thing to put in there, which there's another ingredient that acts as a COM-T inhibitor, uh, Zynomite. Zynomite does that too. I, I think I like the effects of Subroxy a little bit more than Zynomite though, just based on my anecdotes. Also, Subroxy naturally has a GABA-A agonist in it, so that's why I got it pure. Yeah, that's what I was mentioned for. Uh, it is an antagonist for GABA. Creamy, have you guys talked about Lionheart? If not, please tell me. It's dropping soon. Unfortunately, we decided to not release Lion's Heart. It's being canceled. It was offensive to all lions and other large felines out there. Someone get canceled. <laughs> uh, do you want to give any updates on Lionheart, Robbie? Uh, yeah, um, we we were hoping that it's going to be here before the end of the year. It still might be. Uh, so it's it's looking right now at, um, you know, a couple of weeks. But, yeah, it's definitely, it's soon. Definitely soon. I mean, we're expecting it uh, within the next few weeks. I mean, the sooner it's, uh, as, as soon as we're going to have updates, obviously we're going to let you guys know. But we're hoping, you know, it's not going to take long. Okay. Uh, to go back to uh, Simon, when he was asking about Stimhead Chaos Crew, uh, mm -hmm. I did find this real quick. Some of the alkaloids that are in the tamarind powder. Uh, they've got apigenin in there. They've got naringenin, which is another one of those citrus bioflavonoids that I was talking about. May have some benefits with caffeine. It's got trace amounts of arachidonic acid in there and stearic acid. Uh, so there might be that. Are you getting much of that probably in that extract? No, it's probably going to be standardized to either apigenin or naringenin. But there is also like a, a decent amount of hordenine down there, right? In tamarind? I know there is in yeah. and vulgar, the barley powder. But I don't know about tamarind. There might be. That's, I'm not sure if, if hordenine's in tamarind. Uh, not yet. Still waiting to hear back from the hospital. Thank you, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in, and I uh, hope uh, everything else goes smoothly. That's ankle is a complex joint, and that's going to be a while for recovery, I would imagine. Oh, Robert, have you ever played with 7-8-dihydroxyflavone? No, I have not personally. I've never personally used it. Uh, I've done a little bit of reading on it, but it's been quite a while, so I don't uh, remember exactly what it does off the top of my head, unfortunately. Uh, I would have to go back and maybe I can discuss that a little bit more. If, if Sandy and I do a live this week, I can talk about it or um, we can talk about it next Saturday, maybe. So uh, last call for comments, question, guys. Other than that, we're going to be hopping off. So weekend plans, gentlemen? None. Boring. Figures.
Lucas, <sighs> do you do anything on Sundays usually? Grocery shopping, you said? Yeah, I'm just going to do a grocery shopping. Today I was training my last day pool session. So it went well. I'm a bit tired because I train six days a week. So, push pull legs, uh, push pull legs kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. That's my routine. So after after day five, I'm already like... Dragon ass. Smashed. Yeah, I'm trashed. Yeah, so today was like... Uh, I had some a good amount of stints just to keep the machine working, you know. But yeah, there you go. I'm wired, you know, and you know, get getting ready for Sunday. So tomorrow's gonna be a chill day. I'm gonna relax. The weather, the weather is is is, is pretty well. Plus, we are we are building the roads, so yeah, man. <laughs> so much donations. We are uh, we we are very very like busy getting ready for uh, for the launch next week of uh, the 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 mystery product that we've been like really really excited about, and uh, then the following week bare knuckle, which uh, you know is also going to be so quite something. So the next two weeks are obviously very very challenging. But uh, next week we're going to have a guest on the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> so special oh. guest. Yes. Right, right, right. Okay. So that's going to be interesting. Forgot for a second, and then I... Okay, yes. All right, I'm definitely looking forward to next week's show. You guys are up for a treat. Yeah. Robbie was salty. Just wait. This guest... Uh, I'm considering not making it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to blow your mind. You know, just... Uh, the guest and Lucas together, uh, I think that... Um, gonna call in sick there we go yeah we share some passion to uh <laughs> polish roads <laughs> simon says works well for me push pull legs off push pull legs off that's a good one that's as well that's a good one. Yeah. yeah all right gentlemen thank you for your time for our listeners tuning in the live stream we appreciate you we love you guys thank you for uh jumping in and, and uh, putting up with our shenanigans week after week for multiple hours at a time. If you like what we're doing here, make sure to like, comment, subscribe to the channel, share the video with family, friends, and loved ones. If you're listening to this on a podcast perusing platform, consider leaving us a five-star review as that helps us climb up in the almighty algorithm that dictates anything and everything to which we are exposed these days. Make sure to subscribe to the Stack 3D podcast, even though Shane's ass couldn't be bothered to show up on the podcast today, we're still going to show our love and support for him and subscribe to his podcast and sign up for the notifications when you go to the Stack 3D website. Please do that. And for a big, fat, sweet discount, use code FINALSCOOP if you're looking for any supplements from ApolloNutrition.com. If you got any comments for a future episode or you're catching us on replay, uh, leave a comment down below in the comment section or shoot me an email, thesupplementengineer at gmail.com. Thank you, my friends. We will see you all next week. See ya, guys. Bye. Guys. Bye.